The Spin-Off Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome along to Remember When. We're taking a break to look back at the trends and phenomena that defined our time as youth in Aotearoa. My name's Jane Yee. Today I'm joined by the spin-off features editor Alex Casey and TV editor Sam Brooks as we remember when the IMAX building. Also known as Metro Centre, Sky Sky World. World. Force Entertainment Centre apparently. What? Sky City Metro, I was rocking for a while. Sky City Metro is like the, the like slang like name for it, I think. <laughs> but it was just, uh, it was the IMAX building, right? It was the, it's IMAX the IMAX building. Yeah, 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 it's famously the location of New Zealand's o- only IMAX. I feel like Sylvia Park Sylvia also Park has an has IMAX. Well, it's VMAX. Anyway, with this, this <laughs> VMAX is weird, anyway. <laughs> okay, so the IMAX building uh, near the, well, sort of centre top of Queen Street. Yes. And right next to the Aotea Centre, when it was built in... 1999. It was a very big deal. Mm -hmm. Huge monstrosity of a thing. Many different architectural things at play. Yeah. And there was like a reasoning. I'm I'm looking at you, Sam, because I know you recently wrote an article Um, about it. Like a man who like made it said it was inspired by Blade Runner, though I would say (laughs) it's closer to a hellscape. (laughs) Um. Yeah, he, yeah, and he had all these wild, like, concepts. He, like, wanted a airship that would float above the building and then another one that would hang from the roof and they would shine lights at each other, which is patently bad. <laughs> and it would also have a rooftop dining space. They would also have a concert kind of stage on it. That didn't happen, did it? No. Okay. <laughs> they did get the rocket lift. Yes. <laughs> and it is uh, the largest one in the entire world. What? The largest rocket lift? Yes. I mean, that's... Even... N- yeah, I know. And it's had it's, had its tail cut off now. <laughs> yeah. And it is still somehow the largest r- rocket lift in the world. Wow, I wonder who the competitors are for that. You know, look, honestly, an eyesore from the outside and a mindfuck on the inside. I wonder. Uh, It was the kind of building, like, some car parks are made where you go in and you can't find your way out. Absolutely. Or there's, like, that random, like, little glass walkway. Yes. It doesn't, like, there's other places, there's other ways to get where you're going, but you can take the little glass one or end up in kind of a void where there's just nothing. Yeah. Or a random balcony. Or the escalators that you're like, okay, I need to get to the, the second floor. 
floor. So I'm going to jump on the escalators, but it goes straight to the third. Yep. So yeah. you've got to yes. go up the escalator, then down the stairs, then climb through a hole <laughs> yeah. and into a portal to another dimension. Yeah, so like in the entire space, there's only two escalators of, I think, seven that actually lead to the either the next above floor or, or the next floor underneath it. It's no like that, others. It's like that, that scene in The Labyrinth. When uh, when David Bowie is is flat playing with the golden ball thing and all the stairs are upside down, yes. it's like a Salvador Dali. Yes. So is it art or is it architecture? Or is it both? Art architecture, yeah. a whole a whole category unto its own. The reason we're talking about it on Remember When is it's like quite a pivotal uh, place for so many of us in our youth. It was a place to go to borders and sit there and drink coffee and read magazines and books for hours upon hours. Uh, when I was at university, we went there because I was at AUT just across the road. So I was there every day getting a sandwich from the French sandwich place, like the assembled Cafe Francais? Is that what it was called? Oh, no. Cafe Francais, I think, was the first time I had coffee. <laughs> and I also think that Foucault was the first time I had sushi. It's like such yes. a formative was, place. Yeah. Was, was there a sushi train there? Mm. I think at some point there was a sushi there train. Was it's been last through, year, at the least. Yeah. It's been through many different phases. It's even been a, like dinosaur mini golf yes. in an unused basement area. Yes, mm. and a sensory maze as well. The worst kind of maze. I love I think. the Odyssey sensory maze. If you haven't been to the Odyssey sensory maze, which I think is still, I don't think oh, it is no. still there. Actually, you get to wear white gloves for reasons that are not explained <laughs> at any point, and you walk through a room and it's just like a dark room, and it's got clearly what it feel like plastic sausages hanging down, and you have to just kind of. Get through them. It's incredible. Well, maybe oh. the gloves are to stop you from getting the germs from all the other germy people. That's true. Maybe before it's time, to In be honest, time. when you think about it. Um, I spent the most time there um, when I was trying to be an emo <laughs> in about 2007, 2008. How many hours did you sit on the steps outside Burger King? Actually, not that many because I was a poser. You know, I, was like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I wasn't committed, but that was where there was a little cluster down by the Burger King Rest in Peace, which is now not there, mm. down the weird stairs in that little pit. That was the emo spot. Yeah. And you would go there and you would see everyone from MySpace. And everyone was <laughs> drinking. Everyone was 16. You could just drink. You know, I don't really know how that worked. I remember drinking 12% Cody's in that bathroom. <gasps> Cody's. Where the New Zealand Natural was and the Pitta Pit. Yes. I don't know what's there now. Uh, and now it's locked. You can't get in. Nothing is there. The, oh. There are three things open in the entire space. It wow. is the cinema. It is the Chinese noodle place, uh, whose name escapes me at this time. And it is my beloved Metro Lanes, which is still open and thriving. And I also have a, like a really, I don't know why, but a really distinct memory of the toilets behind the cinema. Um, you know, the cashier's desk. They yes. had the long line, the... the the corridor that you'd walk down yeah. to go to the loo. But you had this great view of all the happenings and like yes. on Queen Street. Yeah, that's true. Avenue. And it had red carpet on both the walls. Like it was like a tunnel of red carpet that sounds disgusting. <laughs> and just think, I know they've probably vacuumed the ground. They've not vacuumed the walls or the roof. Oh, true. Good point. <laughs> Excellent point. I mean, that, vacuuming the roof would be a... A hell job. I didn't even think about it no. when they were putting that together, did they? Those toilets as well, I remember, um, were quite reflective floors. Yes. I don't know why that's Shiny such a tiles. memory for God, me. God, I remember that too. Like you I think sit, they've matted them down you now. Could like you could sit there and you could see what was going on in the store next to you. Yes. If you wanted to. So, fun fact, those tiles were actually meant to be used 
in the Ferrari kind of main flagship store, but they sent them back. So the people who made Skyworld got them for like a fraction of the cost. And that's why like they're so like weirdly bright yellow. Not fit for purpose, can I just say. (laughs) It depends what your purpose is. but I would say generally speaking, not fit for purpose. Um, Also not fit for purpose at several occasions, has been the actual IMAX cinema itself, which I, I think we forget was such a huge draw card for so long. Well, that's why like, so many of us think of it as the IMAX building, yeah. right? Totally. And when they would make only, before like Avatar and everything, and Christopher Nolan did that thing at the start of Dark Knight, and you'd go and just see bespoke IMAX. Yes! Films. Like yes. those weird, and they were made like, for IMAX. Like weird CGI guy walking through a haunted mansion, and you're just like, wow, this is so big. <laughs> and that was kind of it. Yeah, cooked. <laughs> but I went to Avatar there, and I, because it's so high, and I remember sitting there, and it was a packed, I was, you know, Avatar, it's huge. Well, don't tell me you ended up at the front. No, but. I was getting there was something dripping. There was oh, a dr- no. there was a brown liquid no, that was dripping no, from the no, ceiling no. and falling from such a great height that it actually was hurting me <laughs> when it was landing on my shoulder. And I was like, I can't enjoy lovely Avatar like this. No. This is a nightmare. So we had to like split up my friend group, and I can play. Got free tickets for everyone, but it was just like oh. it was plummeting down and just causing yeah, it was a real problem for me. That's haunted. Mm. My worst IMAX experience was. Ending up, it was like a some preview thing, and all the all the the celebrities A to F flocked, and <laughs> I ended up in like one of the front rows, which should not have existed. No, they should. They <laughs> honestly, you, I was ill looking around, like trying to focus on things. You were like physically mm. moving my head to look around the screen. Yeah, it was too much. It's a Human very very cannot, big screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it is it a, a better viewing experience to see something quite so large? I just don't think – bigger isn't always better. No, okay. no, it's not. Um, I saw the Christopher Nolan film Interstellar there w- with my friend in a completely full cinema in the third row no. from the front. And the, the, like a moment where he like – spoilers, I guess – goes through the like <laughs> library books, my friend – yelled out, and it, and it was silent. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and almost the entire cinema was like, shh. <laughs> so we've all got these like special memories of our giant movies. Yes. And we've got special memories of the food court, your first coffee, my lovely Parisian sandwiches. What was your, your food of choice? My f- food of choice was the chips from Space Planet that they <gasps> would... It was a massive bowl of chips for $5, and they would just drown it in sour cream. And me and my friends would have, like, a full meal basically each just for 5 bucks, and that's my main memory. And they had the really big slices of pizza, right? And this was well before sales, and you were just like, this is crazy New York, baby. It was so international. Pizza by the slice? It was international. (laughs) I'm actually starting to think that I may have had my first ever butter chicken there. (laughs) That's huge. I feel like it's probably a lot of people's first experience. I went on my first date. Whoa! There. I went to see you, me, and Dupree. How did things go? How did things work out? Not well, baby. Not well. <laughs> I think my fondest memories are of Borders, though. Just uh, just sitting and, you know, like reading music magazines and looking at, I don't know, music books and thinking mm-hmm. that was super cool because I was looking at music stuff. <laughs> so cool. Um, I had my 28th, my 29th, and my 30th th- birthdays all at Metro Lines. <laughs> When's the next party? This year. Great. We'll see you there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alex and Sam, for remembering when the IMAX building 
slash Metro Centre slash Skyworld slash Force Entertainment slash Sky City Metro. It's been a real treat. Thank you to the spin-off members for making this podcast possible and thank you to Te Aihe for recording and producing. Kia ora e te iwi. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at the spin-off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.